0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 45 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kiron and I have been metal detecting for nearly 30 years. This week I address the internet's most asked question about metal detecting and that is what should I buy based on a specific budget. Hey everybody, before we start I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the show this week. But before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at DetectingThe or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast. Or if you want to pop me an email to Kieran at the TheMetalDetectingShow.com. And now, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash The Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. If you would like to buy me a coffee, you can actually do so now with buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. News, news, news. It's hard to give any news at the minute because it's all COVID related at the minute and there's no opportunity to get out detecting. I'm at the point now where even looking at other people's content is depressing me. So I've fallen down a rabbit hole looking to the future of the podcast. And as you can probably hear here, I've started to mix it up a little bit with the music that drove everybody crazy. Plus, I'm not as heavily scripting the podcast for this week. This is an experiment in quality, I suppose, but also in preparation for my 2021 plans where I plan to do some live stream on YouTube, which requires a certain level of fluidity and which scripting doesn't allow. So this week's episode, you could say, is continuing on from the how much bang for your buck episode we did a few weeks back, because this week I want to look at what I would buy if I had a budget of between $0 to $300, between $300 and $500, between $500 and $800, and between $800 and $1,000, and finally, anything over $1,000. This type of question comes up all the time online. This was probably prompted by last week's episode where I mentioned how manufacturers tend to focus on a particular price point. And looking at the price points I've picked here, and after this week's research, this does seem to ring true. Okay, so before we get into the detail, I'm going to assume we are not spending money on a pouch, on a spade, on gloves, on a bag or headphones for that matter. I will only use each budget to purchase a pinpointer and a metal detector, but I must purchase both. And of course, this is only based on my research from this week and shouldn't be held up as fact to other people. I have essentially spent the week virtual shopping with my imaginary budget, trying to get you guys the best deals and to stay under budget. I also only focused on known reputable brands from reputable dealers online and on eBay. And if anybody comes at me stating that they can find cheaper metal detector coming from China or a machine that is a blatant knockoff of a Garrett, which seems to be the trend these days. I'm not listening to it. So, starting in the $0 to $300 price point, this actually was the hardest to find because remember, we have to buy a quality pinpointer and a quality metal detector together. And because of this, I couldn't find both a pinpointer and a metal detector of significant quality new for under this budget. So, you have to get one of these secondhand. My recommendations for this price packet would be to go for one of the following detectors all of which retail new for approximately $250 or equivalent. These are the Fisher F22, the Nocta Macro Simplex Plus Basic Package, or the Garrett Ace 300. However, buying new only leaves you approximately $50 to buy a good pinpointer, which you could get from either eBay or as an ex-demo model from a brand partner. However, the other option, which is actually my recommendation, is to buy a second-hand metal detector for approximately $150 to $200 and then purchase a brand new pinpointer. I know it sounds funny, but invest first in your pinpointer. A top-of-the-line one will go from between $100 to $150. Then invest the remaining budget in a second-hand Nokta Macro Simplex Plus. They normally go for between $150 to $200. Okay, I can hear you all saying he's mad. But my logic being is that no matter what detector you buy at this price point, you will be upgrading it within 18 months, especially if you enjoy the hobby. However, if you invest early in your pinpointer, you won't have to upgrade as the best are well within your budget at this price point. And something I noticed just this week is that secondhand pinpointers hold their value way better than secondhand metal detectors. So if you do decide that the hobby is not for you and want to get out later, at least you'll be able to recoup some of your initial outlay and saving you some cash in the end. The next budget is the $300 to $500 bracket, and this definitely seems to be the sweet spot for picking up some value from all the major brands who are offering right now bundles just under the $500 mark, like the following. Minelab have the Vanquish 540 bundled with a Profind 20, which is not their top of the range Profind, however, it is a good enough to get you started. the Macro have the simplex plus deluxe package which if you remember from my recent review contained the wireless headphones and the hat if the hat is relevant to you but this has been bundled with the pulse dive pinpointer however this does not have the scuba coil though and then you've got quest metal detectors coming from the Netherlands with the quest 30 and the x-pointer probe and again with the wireless headphones included and all as I said are under $500 or equivalent so this leaves you into predicament. Do you go for the superior technology of the Vanquish with the multi-IQ or the multi-frequency, which some people have referred to as the poor man's equinox? Or do you go with the bundle that offers the most accessories? For me, I think I would go with the Mindlab bundle, if I haven't experienced it already, just so I could experience the multi-frequency or the multi-IQ from Mindlab. But there is definitely value to be had here at this price point of $500. The next price point is from $500 to $800, and I'm afraid there's very little in the market at this price point because remember, we need to get a pin pointer also. The only configuration, including a pin pointer, that comes in at budget would be the Lab Equinox 600 with any pin pointer of your choice, or the Garrett Ace Apex, which, to be honest, I'm not too familiar with, but reading reviews, the spec doesn't seem to compare well to other models in this bracket as it's not waterproof, can't be updated and there seems to be problems with the armrest. So that's that, I suppose. There are, of course, other models that come in under $800, such as the Nocta Macro and Fibio and the Multicruiser, and the Orcs from XP. However, even though each one of these are great, they don't leave enough meat on the bone for you to pick up a pinpointer also. Unless, of course, you want to buy one of these, or a better detector secondhand, then you can squeeze it in. However, at this price point, a secondhand machine is either a mistake in original purchase, which would be rare I'm sure, or I'm afraid have many hours put up on them, because once you go over the $500 mark, you're outside the range of the casual or the impulse buy. Next we have the $800 to $1,000 range, and if the $300 to $500 range was the sweet spot for value, the $800 to $1,000 range is the technology sweet spot. At this price point you can pick up an Equinox 800 plus any of the reputable pinpointers, But you could also have the choice of an ARX from XP, the Nocta Macro Amphibio or the Cruiser, the Garrett AT Max, all the Fisher models. There is a lot of choice out there, all leaving budget for you to get a pinpointer. And finally, to the $1,000 bucket. Disregarding all the specialist detectors, the gold nugget hunters, the underwater detectors, leaves only the full XP Deus range or the CTX from Lab, really. I love my CTX, but I know for every person who loves their CTX, there is another that loves their Deus equally. And the war rages on, and I don't know if that's down to confirmation bias after we've spent so much money on a metal detector, or do we actually believe they are better. But here is the controversial bit. Right now, if I had the opportunity to do it again, would I buy the CTX or the Deus? No, I wouldn't. These are too expensive for metal detectors right now, considering... There has been no advance in the technology with these models. The technology sits right now in the 800 to 1000 range, and you would be wasting your money purchasing outdated technology in the 1000 plus bracket. A short one this week, but to wrap up briefly, if you are starting out in metal detecting and you can manage to scrape together a tight budget between $0 and $300, go for it. You can actually make it work, but it will take time for you to make sure you make the right purchases. You might have to wait a while for a second-hand metal detector to show up for sale on eBay or any of the forums, and I do regularly see a Simplex Plus pop up every now and again. However, please don't buy a metal detector that looks like it came from the 80s. All too often I see on Reddit people asking, is this metal detector and those valves sticking out the side of it worth using or worth purchasing? You're not setting yourself up for success, and will not have a great opinion of the hobby afterwards buy the best you can afford and as far as the other end of the scale goes if you are lucky enough to have a budget just because you have the most expensive detector money can buy it doesn't mean you have the best detector available right now and any of the detectors in the 800 to the 1000 range will beat your 10 year old behemoth including the ctx and the Deus. that's it for this week i hope you like this episode of the metal detecting show podcast check out our website www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode show notes check out our patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee actually if you want to buy me a coffee you can do so now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash The Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting.